Hello, everyone. I am Oksana, and my co-host is Ola. 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 <laughs> and our Body, Our Business podcast episode 12. Uh, and what are we going to talk today about? Oh, yeah. So in episode six, we discussed um, how should I train? And we discussed different objectives and different goals and what kind of training might contribute or not contribute to your goal. So in this episode, we would like to talk in more details about uh, different types of training, like CrossFit, ballet, uh, heat training, running, swimming, whatever. And the first question that comes up to my head and that I would like um, Ola to answer <laughs> is why a lot of people, I'm not saying all, but why there is a stereotype that if anybody wants to lose weight, they start running. Or a lot of people you see outside, they're running. And even in the gym, when the weather is very nice outside and it's summer, they still run on the treadmill. Uh, so <laughs> the question is, Ola, why do you think running is like a go-to strategy? Uh, running has a reputation. Uh, what, what do we see? How do celebrities, those who look amazing, train? We normally see them got uh, taken picture of by paparazzi while they are on a run. If we watch Hollywood films, people are running there. They're coming from a jog or they're running on a treadmill in the fitness club. And we also have this myth in our head that cardio burns more calories and therefore we need to do cardio to burn fat because we know that we need to burn more calories than we eat and this is how we lose weight. Uh, however, this is probably from 1990s and um, in recent years, such notion has been totally refuted by science. But running is still popular because not all people are keeping up to date with science. And it's still a stereotypical go-to to, to become fitter to lose weight. And you know, there are these uh, programs, nationwide programs in the UK, in the UK, uh, 5K run from coach to 5K. Uh, this is very popular. And fair enough, it is accessible. You just need trainers. Mm -hmm. You don't need gym membership. You don't need to know technique of squatting. Uh, but this is also, uh, there is a negative side to it that people who shouldn't run start running. Those people who are overweight uh, will damage their joints by running. Mm. People who have a weak core muscles will damage their spine uh, by running because of that impact. Especially on the concrete. Especially on concrete, on yes. Mm. Uh, so I often see people outside running and from one side, I think good for them. They're making effort. They're probably feeling better after, but I see the technique of running. I see how 
unsupportive that their core muscles are. And I think, gosh, physiotherapist is your next station, uh, unfortunately. Many people get injured by running, uh, running in the wrong way. And since we started with running, what do you think, Oksana, about running as a fat loss tool? Oh, I think it's a terrible tool <laughs> for fat loss only because uh, running, we discussed it in, in our Ukrainian version, where approximately, you know, 30 minutes of running might burn at highest 30, 300 calories, maybe 300. Maximum. Max, fast. Yeah, it depends on your efforts, but let's say the average, for example, mm -hmm. 300 calories. This is what, like a few grams of fat, because to burn one uh, kg of fat, you need to uh, to burn 7,700 calories. So that one kg is around 13 hours of running. So if and running... Everything remains equal if you do not compensate yeah. by more. So yes. we imagine that you eat the same amount of calories while increasing your running time. Mm. So 13 hours of running, that's one kg of fat. And if it's the only strategy that you're using to lose weight or fat, that's wrong. It's not going to get you anywhere. Um, the mantra that we have been singing for the past uh, now 12 episodes is calorie deficit is the king. How running can help is when you're healthy, when you have no issues with your joints, uh, you're running on a nice grass or pitch. Uh, that could be nice just for feeling better, feeling more energized. Um, just you know, feel good because when we are doing some kind of activity that elevates your heart rate, the happy hormone or the hormone of happiness is released. And this is how we get um, better mood and it reduces stress responses. So from that point of view, it's really good. It also contributes a little bit to the fat loss, right? But it's not, as you can see from yeah, the bigger calories. picture. Yeah, we do mm -hmm. burn. Yeah, 300 calories. There's still calories that you burn. Mm -hmm. uh, but looking into a big picture where 7,700, it's only one kg and you burn 300. So percentage wise, it's not the primary tool. Okay, so running Probably. is done. Uh -huh. uh, not done yet because uh, I want to explain also physiological and psychological benefits that will sabotage your running efforts. It is proven by research that women are more likely than men to be hungrier in response to endurance training. Mm. So physically, you may get hungrier and then just overcompensate those calories burned. 300 calories, 200 calories burned in half an hour run is easily replenishable by eating an apple and banana. Yes. So that's not much at all. And be careful with that. Uh, another psychological part is that you will reward yourself. Some people feel they need, they can reward themselves now with something tasty because they sweat it, they put in effort, they seem like they burnt a lot of calories. Uh, but take a piece of cake, 500, 600 calories. You're overcompensating your run. So be really careful. 
with that. Sometimes running may give, or any exercise will give an opposite effort, effect. Uh, it depends on your personality and your psychology. You run in the morning and then you feel good for the rest of the day. You're less likely to overeat because of that. You did good. I'm good. I will not uh, want to sabotage my efforts by bad diet. Uh, so here are different, different nuances, different aspects you need to bear in mind when trying to lose weight with running. Don't. <laughs> In short, don't. Same similar um, approach, I guess, applies to uh, gym classes, typical gym classes, you know, circuit training, everybody's sweating, they're smashing the ball uh, on the ground, or they're doing uh, this. Mountain climbers. Yeah, mountain climbers, jumps, whatever it could be, uh, but it's mm -hmm. only in circles, 30, sorry, 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off, and you're sweating a lot. And then you might go and get two packs of jellies, one chocolate, because you've been working so hard. But again, mm -hmm. you probably burned 300 400 this is a huge exaggeration but let's say 400 calories and a bag of jellies is what two three hundred bag of marshmallows 300 chocolate is 500 and this is what Olya was talking about linking into that overcompensatory uh, response because we feel so tired we feel so exhausted we feel as if we put all that we've got and I deserve, it's like I earned that, right? And then we wonder, hmm, I've been going to these classes for the past year, uh, three times per week. And I gained weight. Really oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, the, the positive side of those classes is socializing, meeting people, having chat, having laugh, moving, all types of moving. Getting good. healthy after all. Yeah, bringing your heart rate a little bit upper and elevated also brings benefit to your cardiovascular health for sure. But if we're talking about um, this type of classes or running as a primary tool for losing weight or fat, uh, uh, no. Waste of time, if that's the only reason why you go there. Okay, so the next type of training that we might be doing is resistance training. With women, it's a little bit more complicated. It's getting much, much better nowadays. Uh, they are not afraid to lift a bit heavier, but there still exists this, um, how, how to say, misconception. Yeah, myth that you that you will suddenly become one of the contestant of um, Olympia or Pro Arnold competitions which is not true that takes years and years like there, there's one um lady young lady that i've been following uh for the past four nearly five years and it's interesting to look at the joint she's a professional bodybuilder right and you can compare her body let's say six years ago and now and it's still like she only entered to i don't know arnold amateur category 
uh, like the body looks amazing. She's not it's bulky, but it's a full time job, right? Yeah, but she's muscly. True, she is muscly, but it just gives you like six years, and she has been training six times per week, every single day. Nutrition on point, everything, lifting heavy, uh, like deadlifts of 130, 150 kg. I mean, not a joke, but she's still not not there and- yet. No, as the image in our in our head might say, oh, you know, I'm going to become one of those uh, bodybuilding yeah. models, not in millionaires. This is only six like six years of work. That's not a joke. And she's in her best, how to say, years, right? Because after thirty, we start losing um, muscle mass and the capacity to build muscles fast. So somewhere between 20 and 30 is the ideal time for women to build up muscle mass because then our body is much more perceptible and kind of mm-hmm. absorbs everything as a sponge. So that's the best. And she's doing it during this. So imagine she's in the ideal age, six times per week training. Everything is on point. Good coaches, Working everything. Hard, six years. Mm-hmm. And so that just to break the myth that if you start lifting 5 kg uh, with your uh, shoulder press, instead of two, you're going <laughs> to magically become um, a professional bodybuilder. That's not true. Ola, any Yeah, thoughts? totally. I was one of those women who were afraid of lifting weights. And I also knew that uh, lifting weights does not burn so many calories. And I had the delusion after doing body pump. Body pump is a group class where you lift light weights, for example, squatting with 20 kilograms, uh, many reps, 100 reps. Uh, And when I did the first class, it seemed to me that my muscles grew and I was afraid of building any muscle. That was more than 10 years ago or 10 years ago, something like this. Uh, I was scared. I never came back. Because I had that illusion that my muscles grew. However, this was just a temporary effect of muscles being shocked with something new. Uh, They store more glycogen, more water, they plump up. It's a temporary effect. So do not freak out if this happens to you. Uh, And then I started educating myself, did courses and so on, read research that there is nothing better for your weight loss than resistance training for your appearance um, because first your muscles really tone up for real they they become a little bit bigger denser um again denser it's probably not scientific mm-hmm. <laughs> thing i just said um and it helps you lose weight how uh hormonal response positive hormonal response to heavy lifting and it doesn't have such a bad effect as uh, cardio it does not increase your appetite as much so resistance training makes you healthier metabolically healthier and again there is not enough research here so that's more like bro science but uh, it improves um, improves hormonal profile that helps us burn fat and eat better roughly saying i'm Hmm. i'm simplifying greatly here so resistance training uh, was proven 
in practice, in science, to be the best for your weight loss goals. Fat loss goals, body recomposition, burning fat, building muscle. But again, it only has a fat burning effect when your kitchen is sorted. And what I mean, your calorie deficit, like I've been observing few people that say in the gym that have been doing resistance training or whatever, and they haven't changed. Why? Because there's no calorie deficit. And that's the primary tool that will facilitate your fat loss, but not your resistance training. Resistance training will build the muscles. If you add on your proper protein intake, obviously, um, but that's again not a primary tool for losing fat. It will not happen. Again, an average weight lifting session, even heavy, heavy, might be what 300, 350 max. I don't think it burns. Maximum, anything. yeah. And if yeah. you're not fit, if you're not strong, it's 250 calories or 200. It's yeah, it's very, okay. very dependent. Yeah. And so 300 calories, what three pieces of, of bread? Um, it's um, one banana, one apple. It's, oh, sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have that and, and, and it's gone. The benefits, as Ola said, is the hormonal response, the bone density, the body recomposition, uh, but prepare for a very long journey. Um, the strength, there are loads of benefits in, in that domain. But don't go to the gym lift some weights, hoping that you're going to lose fat without calorie deficit, because it's not going to happen. Yeah, no exercise will help you. Even high-intensity interval training will not help you. Uh, and this type of training, are we okay to move on to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, it's very popular lately. It's popularized by media, thankfully. Uh, but first of all, high-intensity training is only accessible to experienced athletes. What the majority of people do is not high-intensity, it's moderate-intensity intervals. Uh, let me note it. The famous effect of increased calorie burn after this training is overblown. We do burn more calories after high-intensity interval training at rest, but it's like 60 calories per day. <laughs> it's oh no, I'm not doing high-intensity interval training for those 60 hundreds because high-intensity interval training should feel as hell. Mm. It is hell. And if you do it properly, you cannot do more than twice per week because you need recovery for that. Yeah. So many people are illusioned. They think they're doing high-intensity interval training. They're not. And yes, it's useful. It also uses up our glycogen stores, which helps us a little bit with uh, weight management. A little bit, mm. uh, but marginally. So again, if you hate high-intensity interval training and want to lose weight, don't do. That's, uh, this is what I came for. I used to do high-intensity properly um, in the form of less meals grid. Uh, I stopped because like, before every, ex every workout, I was scared and it felt terrible. It felt amazing after. It yeah. did help me to 
I cannot measure the effect, but it was helpful in my preparation for bodybuilding, for example. It seemed like, but probably this was just another couple of calories burned on top to into deficit. Uh, one thing I can add here, really important. After really high intensity training, you lose appetite. You're so exhausted that your nervous mm -hmm. system is still in stress mode, not in rest and, and digest. And that's your opportunity window to not eat. Mm -hmm. To extend this uh, fasting period, hungry period, to burn more fat. Uh, this is what research says. And this is what I experienced on myself and with my clients. Have you felt something like this, Oksana? Oh, what I felt <laughs> after doing, let's say, body attack or body combat, when I got into the higher level of proficiency, let's say, when I became an instructor and I was able to challenge myself when, you know, the fitness level went really high. So what was happening is that, okay, I worked like a horse now. Uh, I can eat. So I had an official permission to eat. That was my um, my response. Um, I didn't count calories that time. I was happy person in the world. Uh, it was, you know, it was normal weight. It was managing. Mm -hmm. Everything was fine. I didn't put on weight. Um, but the effect of that was like, I have just exhausted myself. So I deserve. So that could be another side. And you were psychologically hungry, uh, physiologically, physically yeah. hungry. Yeah. Fair enough. Organism burned calories. Organism now demands calories. That's hormones. That's that's how our body survives. But Fair it enough. gave amazing um, boost of energy. True. That mm -hmm. I used to do it in the evening, so I couldn't sleep at night. So if you ever do heat training, that I think the best time to do it would be morning because it really energizes you and gives you that boost that you need for the day. That's one of the benefits. But again, if this is the only strategy that you're using to lose a bit of fat or weight, it's going to be long <laughs> and impossible in a way if your kitchen is not sorted. Uh, what is yeah, that? Really mm -hmm. sad story. When I was a fitness instructor, Les Mills fitness instructor, uh, I thought, oh, I need to qualify in body combat. It's martial arts, non-contact class to music. Mm. And it's very high intensity if you do it properly, if you do it with proper technique. Uh, and it burns. It does burn 800, it can burn 800, 600 calories. Uh, it's high intensity without intervals. Mm. Especially yeah. for instruction. Yeah. And I thought, mm, if I add two classes like this into my routine, I will not have to control my food at all. No. I, I, it made me so tired and so hungry that my non-exercise activity decreased after that class and my hunger went through the roof for the rest of the day. So that was another self-lie don't try to increase physical activity to lose weight uh, in, in, in case you already are active. Yeah, exercise fact, activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exercise. Yeah. And I think it, it, it's another, it's a very good... Your diet uh, is not sorted. 
Yes, if your diet is not sorted, and I think it will be very important in our next episode to talk about need because we've been talking a lot about exercise exercises. And then one of the alternatives, okay, what should I do? Well, just go for a walk, increase your non-exercise activity. So the next episode will be about need, non-exercise. Totally, yes, yes mm-hmm. that would be very important to explain right that you don't have to go to the gym to lose weight. You can still lose weight, uh, lose body fat without going to the gym. And what should we do? Okay, that's episode 13. Uh, let's let's keep talking about the exercises. Uh, so another popular um, exercise are functional training, F45 or CrossFit. Yeah. And CrossFit, yeah, it's very popular here. Um, I don't know, all like group setting, let's say boxing or uh, whatever people do in martial arts or something. Uh, about them, they, they are good the same mantra if, if they are the only tool to lose weight no what they're good for they're amazing for socializing because you're in group setting competitive nature of those trainings is amazing having a training trainer looking after you is also a bonus um it's a nice boost of energy because your heart rate will elevate which always um contributes to uh improvement on your cardiovascular health um fantastic way of training if you don't like going to the gym on your own and do your own program because it it can be quite pressurizing experience uh fantastic way to move fantastic way to train fantastic way to become stronger um not sure about leaner again because leaner means low fat storage low percentage of fat by a sufficient amount of muscles because for something to be visible it needs to be there and to be there we need to build it and to build it we need years of resistance training heavy you see the circle again if you see professional uh, crossfitters on tv they are all lean they have all six-pack they look amazing Uh, but first of all they train a lot they lift heavy Mm. Uh, second their diet is on point so do not get illusioned by the look of professionals who do certain type of training crossfitters look amazing if you go do crossfit there like you will not get there so you need to train a lot uh you will get there sooner if you have systematical uh clever progressive overload program classical resistance training uh if you see a ballet dancer who looks amazing doing ballet classes will not make you look like a ballet dancer again if you want to look like a ballet dancer, go do resistance training properly, progressive overload, uh, clever coach. Uh, if you want to look like a um, boxer or whomever, martial artists, they are very lean. Again, only calorie deficit will help you to get leaner. Don't be illusioned by how people look like who do it professionally, please. And the last block of kind of types of training, I guess they're calmer, they're much more relaxed, which is Pilates, different types of yoga, um, body flow, body balance, uh, very popular in, in the in gyms. Um, 
fat loss here. Uh, if somebody writes in the description, if you want to be toned, come to our Pilates class. In muscles. Oh, I want to cry. Yeah, after Pilates classes two times per week, you definitely be toned. No, you will not. It's a great and way. Muscles do not get longer. It's genetics. They do not change shape. Why? Why do you need longer? Do you need longer legs or arms or what? I don't know. <laughs> what's the, what's the story Turning behind it? Angel. Yeah. I I just don't don't. So I I'm not um I tried Pilates one didn't like it I fell asleep I tried yoga once didn't like it also <laughs> fell asleep and wanted to run away. You see, it's not for everyone. Yeah, for me it has to be competitive. Um. I'm looking for something else now just to be in the environment in once per week to compete, to perform. Um, I like that type of training. Ola is different, uh, which is nice because we had two different personalities and Ola tried and experienced yoga. So again, for fat loss, forget about it. We just explained what works, but what is yoga, Pilates or body balance could be good for because you have more experience. <laughs> uh, yes uh, yoga uh, can be a great way to calm your nervous system down uh, if you have a good teacher because many teachers just teach movement uh, some teach movement better some worse but a truly advanced yoga teacher would also take into consideration how the class um influences your nervous system my and also depends on the type of yoga you do my favorite type of yoga is yin yoga you change the pose every five minutes so you lie in one pose for five minutes plus minus mm -hmm. uh, definitely you're not here for burning calories uh, i've been to many yoga studios around sheffield and there are there are hot yogas which give you an illusion of burning a lot of calories because you sweat. Total illusion. I also, I, I have seen people uh, checking how many calories they burned in these yoga sessions. And they were doing two sessions in a row. It makes sense, you know. It, it's better than sitting at home watching TV. Yeah. But it's not for the purpose. Like, that's abuse <laughs> of yoga. Uh, so, yeah, if you calm your nervous system down with yoga, you are less likely to overeat because your nervous system is in a calm mode. You are, you are you're in a better mood. You are in a better place. You're more aware of yourself, of your body. You will not do this emotional eating thing. But again, it's so average. What, what I'm telling you, yeah. it's, it's very average. It's just general, generic thing. Uh, that's I'm guessing how yoga can help weight lose weight. N not guessing, I'm suggesting the mechanism, but not through burning of calories. Uh, even though some yoga sessions may feel quite aesthetic, you will not burn. You will not. It, it's not a way to lose weight. It's a way to make yourself feel really, really good. Do yoga, please. Oksana, please try some other yoga. <laughs> No, I might try CrossFit first and then we'll see. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and so what I would like to finish with is uh, you can also do different things that shouldn't be in the gym setting environment as such, right? So it could be dancing. 
it could be badminton, it could be football, right. it could be anything else that makes you feel better. And if you don't feel like being in the gym environment, don't. Because now you know what is how 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 kind of types of exercise contribute to your calorie deficit and on a bigger picture right 7,700 for one kg and you burn 300 or 400 even 500 doesn't matter but but you see how many sessions you have to do staying in the calorie deficit so um yeah the, the moral of the story is do what feels good do what makes you feel yourself don't force don't push because the more you push against your willpower the less you want to do it and the less uh, effect it makes on your well-being um, and if you have any questions regarding particular way of training let us know we will be happy to answer uh, and have a lovely morning afternoon or evening see you soon see you soon <laughs>